Alrighty, gentlemen. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome. We are streaming live, and I have just decided, we've just decided in the last, what, 30 seconds to a minute that I and we are streaming live. So we're streaming, and what is this? This is Discussing Who, and I'll just start out like we normally do and say, the Discussing Network presents Discussing Who, a Doctor Who podcast. I'm Kyle Jones, and I want to start by welcoming back the man of the hour, Clarence Brown. Oh, I thought you were going to say leave the man of the hour. <laughs> but but I'm glad to graciously take that position yeah. for this episode anyway. <laughs> and uh, I'm glad to be here on with you guys. It's been a minute. So I'm, I'm glad that Who is starting to make up and discussing Who is, is getting its legs back. So, yeah, glad to be here, man. You know, this is the first time I think the three of us have recorded in months together. And this is something new for us. I I think I was going through discussing uh, Clarence and discussing uh, Clarence withdrawals. So so before I completely go through withdrawals, I will welcome back, not the man of the hour, Mm. the man of infinity, Lee Shackelford. Yeah, I try to fill those shoes. That's uh, anyway. Hi guys, it is so good to be back with you. I, I yeah, I'd forgotten uh, Kyle. You and I did an episode still a month ago, but it was just you and me. Mm-hmm. And um, and then we had two episodes with myself and Larry Irby from discussing Trek. Yeah, very much enjoyed having Larry on. He is a big, big. Let me say it one more time big time Doctor Who fan. So always interested to get another perspective in and especially someone that loves both classic and new Who. So thank you. Thank you, Larry. Glad to have you on, but I am glad to be back with the two of you. And I know this is not technically true what I'm about to say, but considering one of the topics that we have tonight is really appropriate, but I want to welcome everyone listening to our quote unquote 300th episode of discussing who yes yes Fireworks. Can you believe it can you believe it and lee i'm going to shoot this back to you there is something that you like to say to everyone who is listening and what might that be just simply thank you thank you for spending your time with us we know you've got other things you could be doing you may have other things you ought to be doing <laughs> But here you are, and we just uh, always like to say thank you for for dropping by. Indeed, indeed. And Clarence, if someone were listening to us for the very first time and they were interested in finding out how to subscribe, what would they need to do? Yeah, thank you for all the new listeners who are on for the the new iteration of Doctor Who. We're glad to have you on, and I'm going to wish you a call to action. You can support the show by subscribing, leaving a review, and telling a friend. If you have a review idea for us, please send that in along with anything else you want us to know to discussingwho at gmail.com, excuse me, or hit us up at discussingwho on any and all social medias. Awesome. And if you are listening to us on Pod um, Apple Podcast, excuse me, or if you're listening on Podchaser, um, 
wow my brain if you're listening to us on apple podcast please leave us a rating or a review we would definitely appreciate that and of course we will list that on an upcoming episode Mm -hmm. and for everyone who is listening to the audio version of this i am not going to do my usual amount of editing that i do you will hear some ums you will hear some Probably some oops. I forgot to, I said that because <laughs> I want to get this out as quickly as possible. So I'm going to do minimal editing, but I'm going to get it out because I mm. am counting down to the 25th. This is the 14th. We are less than two weeks away from the Star Beast first of the three part 60th anniversary. But I have a question, and Clarence, I'm going to point this to you first. Oh. The Hooniverse has arrived. It's like <laughs> the Marvel MCU. Mm. Awesome, awesome graphics. It's only available. It's a one-stop shop, but it's only available in the UK. And there were tales from the TARDIS that we in the U.S. did not see proper. Thoughts? I'm slightly conflicted, but but it, it seems as if, if if you're in the U.S., you have to go, and correct me if I'm wrong here, three separate places to get Doctor Who. You have to go to BritBox, you have to go to HBO Max, and pretty soon you're going to have to go to Disney Plus, now going to be Hulu something in the future. <laughs> um, it, it's all over the place. I do love the notion of having a Hooniverse having their tent pole in the iPlayer like we do in Disney Plus has from Marvel or uh, any other various services that has their tent pole section. But but yeah, it's a little disjointed if you're here in America to try to figure out where and to go to get what. And, and you know, in this case, we're not even seeing their uh, exclusive content over here at all unless you find it by some other means. So, yeah, it's, it's a little weird. Okay, Lee, what say you? What are your thoughts? Weird and and frustrating for us, but um, but not unusual or unexpected, I guess. I mean, it, it's it's always been that way a little bit, right? We've uh, mm-hmm. there for a long time. What we had main access to you know, the mainstream was uh, BBC America, which cut the episodes all to pieces. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're either waiting until the DVDs come. Or you were moo torrenting them, and uh, or you're make, buying them on God Apple, have mercy on your, you know your. Well, um, eventually, yeah. Eventually, then, then, yeah. You, then you could you could do that in Amazon Prime had them as well. But yeah, for a long time there, it was wait for the discs or, yeah, or, or turn to a life of piracy. <laughs> so I did a little research into why we weren't seeing Tell to the Tardis, and I think I've come up with what is probably the reason here, and I may be totally wrong, but I do know the Tales of the TARDIS was something that RTD kind of threw together at the last minute because he wanted mm. a little bit more festive-ish yeah. you know, going on outside of just those three <clears throat> specials. Something more of a nod to the past. Well. The, um, and I think we were a little mm. bit spoiled, even though they butchered and, you know, cut them up and inserted all the different commercials. 
But BBC America, even though it is an American basic cable network, it is jointly owned by BBC Studios and AMC Networks. So I think that's why we got a lot of the British content, you know, like some Mm. of that exclusive because BBC Studios own that. Likewise, this distribution deal only included with Disney Plus the anniversary specials, the Christmas specials, and the 2014 series going forward. That's right. I think that is the best explanation I could probably give as to why we didn't get on Disney Plus because they did not have the rights for that. We know that there are deals within deals and wheels within wheels of all of this stuff because once once we learned that Disney was involved, you know, I have just enough of a of a toe in the water in the TV business that I I said, whoa, <laughs> S getting real because um, in America, because once Disney is on board with anything, it's they can do whatever they want they, and they will, you know, push people out of the way to to get their content out in front of you. So, um, so in, in some ways I felt good about that. I said, Oh, thank God. It's all going to be curated on Disney. Well, mm. <laughs> and it's not as simple as that. So, and it, uh, you know, it, I mean, maybe when the Brit box deal, depending on how much BBC owns or has with Brit box, but especially with the max deal, maybe when Max's distribution deal runs, its course and it's no longer applicable. Maybe Disney picks up 2005 forward. Maybe. Yeah. But let me ask a question. That, that, that's what I'm thinking too. But yeah, but all, we don't know. But let me so, ask somebody a question. Hmm. You know, we've always referred to the original se- 26 seasons as seasons and 2005 forward have been series, so you could mm-hmm. easily say season one, 1963, mm-hmm. series one, 2005. Mm-hmm. There will not be series 14, Shooty's first series will right. be season season one. one. Yes, Lee so we're starting thoughts. over again. Well, we were joking about this before we got started. What? That is this? <laughs> Is this episode 300 of the show? We don't really know how many episodes yes. we've made, but it's, it's 298 or 302. We're, you know, we're nowhere in the ballpark. And I said, Hey, that's fine. We're talking about Dr. Who. I mean, which number doctor was played by John Hurt? You know, <laughs> the numbering is, is all messed up anyway. So hell, why not? Let's make Shooty's first episode or his first year season one. I mean, why not? I I just can't see why they would do that, though. I mean, why further confuse things? It it, it seems really awkward to do that. Almost like we're a comic book over here. Unless uh, they're, they're yes. it as a true reset. Um, maybe that's just a sign that they're seeing this whole thing as a true reset, and mm. let's go but, with it. But I, it it just it just seems weird for, to me no. to go back. I'm glad you said comic books because, yeah, the truth is it really does bug me. And it bugs me in the same way of saying, no, now this is Fantastic Four number one. It is <laughs> oh, not. Oh, wait. Wasn't no, there a it Fantastic isn't. Four number one two years ago? Yeah. But, but no, Clarence, I isn't. really yeah. think you hit on it by saying mm-hmm. the comic book part because yeah. for 
you know, I know DC does this too, but look at since Marvel was bought by Disney, how many number ones comics under Marvel Comics have had under that, let's put out a new number one. Mm-hmm. Part of that, I think, is the Disney method. But the other part of that is if I'm looking at it from the perspective of Disney and I'm going to be promoting a show, do I want to have under a tentpole series 14 and then people messaging me say, uh, you know, as Disney messaging Disney saying, hey, where's series one through 13? Oh, no, we don't have that. Right. But start it with season one. Just Yep, just blow past the question and say, here it comes. Doctor Who, we just thought it up. Bingo. (laughs) There's no history there. (laughs) No. Because, yeah, I think you're exactly right, Clarence. Because it's not a hard reboot. We know it isn't. You know, Mm. this is going to be all about continuity with the previous series. And people will find that out when they come to season one with the 15th-ish Doctor. (laughs) <laughs> or, or 14th or whatever he is yeah so i don't know so lee did you get to see and before i say this because mm. i have been looking for a place where i could insert a spoiler warning so oh. i think this is going to be the perfect place and i'm Here going to say if you have not seen, whether you're listening to us in the UK and you've seen them in their entirety, or whether you're listening to us somewhere else outside the UK and you've seen snippets on YouTube, if you have not seen Tales from the TARDIS, put us on pause, go out, watch those episodes or snippets, come back, <laughs> because from this moment forward, spoilers. <laughs> All right, Lee Shackelford. Have you seen any tales from the TARDIS? I've seen the little bits that were, you know, publicly shared. That were shared by the, the BBC or whoever. Okay. Clarence, <laughs> did you see any of them? I have not seen. I've seen stills okay. and maybe uh, okay. just a snippet of one of the scenes. I, I kind of felt like if you guys don't want me to see it, Screw you. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm not going to break my back to try to find it in this case. Right. It just kind of, kind of ticked me off. I mean, I feel like, um, of, clo- of course, it's a Hooniverse exclusive content. But what does that really mean? That means the people in in the UK who pay for their television. I know they pay for the television. Um, can only see it. But but why would you? If I want to give you money, put it, I'm, I want to give you my money. Why yes. wouldn't you? Shut up and take my money. <laughs> yes, yes. There you go. Futurama. Let's do it. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, because I, if I understand right, the whole, well, one of the reasons for doing the whole thing was to frame episodes of the classic series, right? Mm-hmm. Is that to... So who's the audience then? If this is UK only... And we're talking mm-hmm. about a franchise that the nation grew up with. Are you saying, hey, kiddos, many of you who think uh, um, Christopher Eccleston is the first doctor, um, how about this? <laughs> and then here's some, 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 um, some characters that you don't know introducing you to an episode you haven't seen. Never mind. <laughs> I, I had to say it out loud. That doesn't make any sense either. 
So, so who is it for? Who? Or is it is it nothing more than a nostalgia filled well, moment? Well, that's right. Yeah, I, I'm 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 limiting the thought to um, we're trying to um, to build a market here. But yeah, um, yeah, that's I want to see it because of the trip down memory lane aspect. I know these are framing stories that I've seen, you know, a dozen times, but I would like to see it set up by Peter Davison and Janet Fielding. I would like to see it, you know, set up with mm. Sylvester and Sophie, you know? You so, know, uh, oh, speaking of them, but mm. let me say this, and I'll come back to, to seven or an ace, but the one that got to me, and I don't know why it got to me, but the, the um, one that kind of made me get misty-eyed was Zoe and, um, you know, Jamie and Zoe. Yeah. You know, and no spoilers uh, on what right. they reveal, but that was just, I don't know, when they said that they got something back, I'll put it that way. Yeah. That, that was just like really kind of cool that they got that back. Yeah, and yeah. And and if you know their whole story with the second doctor, then you 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 can surmise what it is they've gotten back. Yes. But yeah, and then Joe Grant and Clyde. Oh yes. I yeah, I, I want to see that just to understand the logic. I mean, I know they've met, right? right. But in the Sarah Jane adventures, so Correct. it seemed like that should bracket a Sarah Jane and not an episode of Doctor Who. But I I don't know. So let me ask you this in the Sylvester McCoy, the seventh and ace scene, and this is written by RTD. Something caught my attention mm. and it could have just been a one off, but she said to him, the last time I saw you, you were a hologram. And then he makes a comment says, basically time is a tricky thing. And I, this is not verbatim. This is from my memory. Time is a tricky thing. And sometimes in some timelines, I grew old, and in others, I regenerated. Yeah. What? Okay, uh, what is the frame of advice <laughs> for all this? <laughs> yeah. The last time I saw you. You were a hologram. A hologram, yeah. Which we, is we, power, that's of power of the doctor. Yeah, yeah right. I mean, get that. But yeah, so now he's, he's flesh and blood, but he's a lot older, and he's not Paul McGann. So, yeah, I understand. Yeah, but in some timelines I grew old, and in others I regenerated. Is that just acknowledging the um, multiverse theory from Chibnall? <laughs> and that's what it sounds like. Or at least yeah. in this story, it sounds like they're playing well, it up as a multiversal event. Yep. Well, we've had a, a sort of a, a BS. CYA uh, explanation in canon for how we can keep running into the doctors and they're getting older. Mm -hmm. um, Time fluctuations and right. regeneration but for the first doctor. And you, you will naturally perceive me as being the age that I would have been. Right. Yeah. This, yeah. <laughs> I thought, okay. Yeah. Whatever. Well, you know, it's like I always say, you know, offer me an explanation and I'm happy. Indeed. And that was, I thought that was a pretty good case. But I thought, you know, that doesn't really make any sense. I don't care. You offered me an explanation. I appreciate them just not pretending like it's not there. That's, that's the thing that, that irks me. So, I don't know. so here's a question for you guys before we move on. Hmm. 
the Daleks, the first appearance of the Daleks is being recut and colorized and will be broadcast on November the 23rd. I don't think we'll see that over here. And we may get a DVD, mm. but I don't think, you know, based on us not getting tales from the TARDIS, I bet we wouldn't get that either. Hmm. Well, you, you're probably right. You know, I think we're going to get two days later, we'll get the Star Beast, but mm -hmm. I don't think we'll get this. I think that'll be iPlayer exclusive. So for us in the States, there's literally nothing coming on the 60th anniversary of Doctor Who. Unless something happens and we get the Daleks, mm -hmm. I don't think, I think we get literally nothing. And yeah, and something I'd read about that, or did I dream this? Correct me if I'm wrong, then, that this is not only a carefully colorized treatment of the the second ever Doctor Who adventure, but there's also some adroit editing in it. Yes, re-edited, and mm -hmm. I'm wondering if they're adding bits of gold to the scores. In other words, it's going to be rescored as well. Wow. Oh, if, if I read correctly. Oh, I'm just thinking that one of the things that doesn't match with continuity for the rest of the series is this idea that the, the Daleks are basically bumper cars. <laughs> and it would really be easy if you're just going to say, we're re we're rebooting <laughs> this show and here's the second episode. And if, if we're just going to be, if that's little bit about how they move around, you know, by static electricity on the floor, if that just isn't there no Maybe. no it's, it's a plot point but no they stop one of the daleks once by putting a uh -huh. a mat on the floor and breaking its circuit mm. unless you cut that out you'd have to cut the whole thing wouldn't you yeah mm. but if they're taking you know if it's going to be cut down into 75 minutes i'm not sure how many the you know well it would be so they that might be possible I forgot about that. That was the other thing, wasn't it? it it's because it is 88 minutes long. Yeah, it's yeah. I think it's four 22-minute episodes or something right. like that. It's, yeah. So they're cutting, yeah. Yeah, so so you may be right. That may be part of, because I know just from memory of watching it, they spend a lot of time walking through, like, yes. the woods, basically. We're establishing a Doctor Who meme, actually. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of walking through corridors and running yeah. through the woods. So yeah, bingo, bingo. Do do we know how liberal they were with the edits for the Tales of the Tardis? Like, did they actually oh. cut those down as well to make a tighter or oh. new? That's a good story? question. Yeah, I have no idea. That's a very good question. I'm wondering if it was just more of a clip slash memory thing. You know, where let's remember this a little bit and then we see the classic and then it goes back and then they remember some more. Oh, we don't and, even know that. I don't, I, I, <laughs> yeah. no, I, well, I figured they just cut the whole thing into something shorter. But but yeah, they, I guess it could have did it like a clips episode, too. Well, some of our listeners will know because they've seen them. So please reach out to us and let us poor boys in the U.S. Yeah. know because we're wondering. So I have something else. Speaking of wondering, I have mm. something else I want to ask you guys. So, again, very, very little has been said about Wild Blue Yonder. 
However, and I believe it was the latest either Doctor Who magazine or SFX magazine, there is a quote from RTD. And in specifically for the second episode, this is what he said. And I want to get your feedback if you... Well, I'm not going to color it. I just want to get your feedback. We do some very... We do... Excuse me. Let me start again. We do very scary stuff. Some stuff is quite violent. It's not for children. It's about children. It's Thoughts. not for children. It's about children. Mm. Are, are we seeing Sith Anakin in the temple? <laughs> is that what we're seeing? <laughs> That's what it makes me think of. That was all about children. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, yikes. Well, mm. our RTD is great at, at uh, breadcrumbs and misdirection and things like that. And so I, I have a feeling this is, that's the kind of thing that you say, just so people like us will talk about it. But I, I got nothing. Okay. So, <laughs> so Clarence, do you? I had no idea. No All idea. right. So every article that I saw that had this quote, the headline mm. is, showrunner says or writer says doctor who is not for children is not yeah. for children yeah i didn't take that at all from reading this i probably went way too deep with it and i may be totally wrong but i wonder if the second episode and it's going to be funny if i'm right if the second episode somehow deals with the timeless children uh-huh. because that was the, it's about the children, yeah. it, that was the name of the episode it was yes it was the timeless child but the name of the episode was the timeless children and this says it's not for children yeah. it's about yeah. children and in that same article or in another article released about the same time he said that he would not be undoing his good friend Chris's work. Yeah. Which I think is classy well, for him to say anyway. Yes. And, and and we we've also heard from him that he definitely is not planning to just ignore Timeless Child and pretend like it didn't happen. Right. So I was this is not a change of subject. I, I was saw a, a little watching a little piece the other day about the the uh the last seasons of the classic series and uh, about uh, Andrew Cartmel's uh, what they were calling the Cartmel master plan, because he was really hoping that the show would go on and on and that uh, he would continue to be the story editor and so on. And his big idea was to reveal that there's a lot more to the doctor than we've ever known. Mm-hmm. And that he's, he's not just your, your average time Lord. That's, as, as oxymoronic as that is. Um, but he never got a chance to do much with it. We sort of hinted at it. And then, then the, the original series ended. And then in the new series, we dropped that completely. So is RTD thinking, you know, maybe it's time we go back and look at that. Cause it is Canon. It did. We, we did hear about it in the days of seven and ACE. Um, and now Chris Chibnall has sort of brought it, you know, uh, has dropped it in our laps. So, 
And who's you know, to say the wild blue yonder, when we find out what that means, is whatever was between those two spires that the ch the child was found under, we go to wherever that is. That might be the wild mm -hmm. blue yonder. Again, mere speculation. Sure. That's about all we got, right? Exactly. All right. Any but here's, <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. I, I was just going to say, I'd love to know what Clarence is thinking. I'm just. Yeah. Uh, man, I don't know. I, th I think <laughs> I think the best theory I've heard um, is that the way the whole timeless children thing would work out better, and people will accept it more if if that was if the master actually was lying, and that's his history, and not the doctor's. I think I could buy that a little bit more, um, as far as oh. uh, the doctor that. It, it, Knowing what we know of the doctor still being true, um, I think I could buy a little bit more if it was actually the master. Wouldn't that be gut wrenching to the doctor to know that? So I don't. Yes. Know. Yeah. 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 I t totally agree. But mm -hmm. you know, it, it's sort of like catch twenty two for me. As much as I would like to see that happen, I don't want to lose the fugitive doctor. I like her too much. Mm, yeah, you still so got to we'll, think about the you know, then yeah, I have to yeah. understand where she came from. Mm. So I embrace the multiverse explanation of this, which allows all of those things to be possible. Yes. Um, oh, man. Well, what you is, know, or is that a cop out? You know? No, no, because, you know, over the past six weeks, I've been watching <laughs> a very good show called uh, Loki Who. Loki? And, yeah. and we've been uh, traversing time and space. It's been all timey-wimey and stuff. And yeah, they did their best, best version of Doctor Who. So who knows what they'll do? <laughs> but you know but what I do know? Which number I, doctor is Tom Hiddleston? That's what I'm <laughs> I can't keep I can't keep track anymore. Hey, and there's a Lady Loki too. So just like, yeah. you know, who knows? It's an, every, it's an alligator Loki. So getting away from alligators, but back into magazines, <laughs> yes. um, Doctor Who magazine recently did a top 10 list of the top 10 greatest Doctor Who episodes of classic and the current series. So I want to go through those and just kind of list those one to 10 mm. and then get our feedback because there is something in this that I found very interesting. And I think you both will see the common thread of what I'm talking about. Hmm. So the number one, and I know everybody does a top 10 list. We've done top 10. Everybody has a top 10. Yeah. But again, this is just Doctor Who magazine's most recent top 10 list. Number one comes in from 2015, Heaven Sent. Hmm. The standalone Peter Capaldi episode, Yeah, Heaven Sent. Number two, another Peter Capaldi from 2017, the two-part finale, World Enough in Time and the Doctor Falls. Mm, yeah, I get that. Number three comes from 1975, Tom Baker, Genesis of the Daleks. Number four, hmm. Peter Davidson, 1984, the Caves of Androzani. Yeah. Number five, Matt Smith, David Tennant, John Hurt, Tom Baker, 2013, The Day of the Doctor. 
Number six, David Tennant, 2007, Blink. Number seven, David Tennant, 2007, Human Nature, Family of Blood. Mm. <laughs> Number eight, Tom Baker, 1979, City of Death. Hmm. Number okay. nine, Sylvester McCoy, 1988, Remembrance of the Daleks. Number 10, David Tennant, 2008, Silence in the Library, Forest of the Dead. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Dun. Anything, did you guys notice anything peculiar or a thread out of those 10? Mm, we've reviewed most of those. <laughs> true, mm -hmm. true. Yeah. I think uh, City of Death may be the only thing we haven't That's reviewed. true. So we should. So we yeah, should. Yeah, I just, I just got a smile remembering how, how much the three of us enjoyed uh, Remembrance of the Daleks. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> just, uh, what fun. All right. So here's what I noticed. Heaven Sent. Or, or let me just go back through with the numbers. Yeah. Number one. Number two. Number five. Number six. Number seven, I believe, and number ten are all written by Stephen Moffat. Mm. Now, mm. was Human Nature and Family of Blood, was that Moffat or was that RTD? That Ooh. may have been RTD. You got me, and, and I claim that's my, my favorite, you know, maybe my favorite uh, Tenth Doctor story, even though he's not the Tenth Doctor in it. Okay. Um, yeah. Let's mm. look it up. I, I see you looking it up him. as we speak. The benefits of video. Uh, no kidding. Get to people can get to watch uh, uh, agonized as we're uh, as we Google things. No, I'm working on that Doctor Who uh, language model, large language model, so we can just you know tell it what we want. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I already have well, a name for it. You know how they have a name like you know for different ones. I have a name for it. What's that? If we if we want a language model that doesn't work, we'll just call it chameleon. But if we want one that works, we will call oh, it canine. There you go. Mm. Yes, master. Affirmative. That, that was Paul Cornell. I should have written. Ah, okay. Well, yes. sorry, Mr. P Paul Cornell, because I like your writing very much. Yeah. Yes. Um, but seriously, then, uh, other than that, lots you've got of, a lot of Stephen Moffat's in there. Lots of Stephen Moffat in there. And yeah, with the classic series, if he'd been alive at the time, <laughs> he was alive. If, he, if he'd been old enough to be a writer on it. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah when, when you do popularity polls like that or, you know, um, favorites, when we get into the fourth Doctor time, Genesis of the Daleks always comes up. And it, it has so many iconic things in it. But is it? I don't know. Anyway, we, we, we can talk about Genesis some other time. But... Um, yeah, I'm just always a little surprised that, that it always so rates so highly, but you know, and it, it, do, it does have unforgettable moments in it, that's for sure. And maybe that's yeah. what it is, because if you think about it, look at what the master said in the end of World Enough in Time, he actually refers to that as the genesis of the Cybermen. So mm -hmm. it's funny that that story mm -hmm. that they called in story 
Genesis yeah. of the Cybermen is right there with Genesis of the Dallas. Sure. How about that? Yeah. So before we mm. wrap, guys, the only thing that I want to add, another RTD statement is, and I think this is time, but I want to get your thoughts. RTD has gone on record as recently saying that in series one or season one, Shooty's first season, we would not see the Daleks, that it was time to yes. give the Daleks a rest. Give them a rest. I, thoughts? I couldn't agree more. <laughs> <laughs> there was also the hint that when we do see them again, they may be redesigned. Ooh. And we remember what happened last time. Mm. Mm. Or the last two times. Remember the Fisher-Price Daleks? The color. Well, that's what I'm thinking of, yeah. Yeah, but I'm thinking of Chibnall's version, of what I've called the junkyard version, you know, the... Oh, well, I like the, that. The, <laughs> uh, hmm. Yeah. The, I don't know, but... Are the, are the slim down versions of whatever they were? Mm -hmm. you know, they, were they seem taller and slimmer. Yeah, that's but, right. But yeah, then, then we got the, uh, the Weebles or whatever they were. They were... Yeah. You know, who knows? Who, who knows? Who? No. Well, what I do know is I am going to get this episode out within the next few days. So if you're listening to us, it should be no later than I'm going to put a commitment in this that I can't edit out or shouldn't edit out. <laughs> this is the 14th. You should be listening to November. this on or before November the 19th, 2023. Okay, you've said it. I've said it. Therefore, you can't you can't take it back unless you cut on it. It's a yeah. fixed moment in time. <laughs> it is on the internet. It's you have the okay. Internet. Yes, well, that's right. And I if it's on the internet, it. it must be true. <laughs> there yeah. you go. And you know what, gentlemen? I want to ask one final question. Any other thoughts that you have before we wrap? And Lee, I'll start with you. Um, at the risk of starting to weep. Um, I, I've been thinking about both of you a lot in the last couple of weeks for all kinds of reasons. And I just want to say 300 episodes, guys. I have just, I just enjoyed this time with you 300 times or whatever it is. And I'm so, yeah. I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful for the two of you in my life and I'm going to start crying. So there you go. I will just say 301 long may we record and Shannon Perry, you'll know what I mean by that. <laughs> here, here. Uh, Clarence, anything from you? Uh, to, to have made it through over 300 or right at 300 spoilers from Cal Jones. <laughs> um, and sometimes we got it more than once in episodes. So it was over. That is true. Probably. Yeah. More than, you know, more than two times in some episodes. We've had some, <laughs> so we to have, had some multiple sports. <laughs> to have made it through that, I, I think, uh, <laughs> you know, we all should have a toast. <laughs> Boy, and well, the corny you know, Clarence, jokes, I mean, we, we since, lived. <laughs> since you wanted us to stream, you know, you're the one that suggested streaming tonight. Mm. And simply because we're on video and I get to record this forever and keep it forever. <laughs> I'm going to say something I haven't said in quite a while because you know what? Oh dear. I seem <laughs> to have found my recorder. Oh, thank goodness. Oh dear. I seem to have lost and found my recorder. Oh. It was in the TARDIS console the whole time. Oh, yeah. Oh God. 
Mm. Oh dear. <laughs> Come on, get, I, I need it. Give me that. Oh God. Oh God. <laughs> Jokes from the three doctors, ladies Shoot and gentlemen. Shoot me now. <laughs> Jokes. <laughs> Oh, oh, but you know what? For everyone listening, whether you've been with us for one episode, this is your very first. If you've been with us for 100 or if you've been with us from the very beginning, thank you for your time. Thank you for your feedback. Thank you for putting up with me and listening to Clarence and Lee. And to Lee and Clarence, again, thank you from the bottom of both my hearts. Uh, you guys are awesome. This is a pleasure. And for everyone who's ever been a guest on the show, thank mm. you for your time. We appreciate your time. And as always, we will be back next time. Next time.